from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. And she added this, quote, I thought of one other thing this afternoon, that is that the art of quilting is alive and well. Um, in Pulaski County, uh, there's Frog Rock. I did not know about it. And, and it is Frog Rock? <laughs> I guess it's a, um, a site on Route 66. I'm Sarah Fenske. Downtown's Fieldhouse Museum has long boasted a wide collection of quilts, from 19th century versions to more modern creations. Now a quilt with statewide appeal completes the collection. That's the Missouri Bicentennial Quilt. It arrived on site last week. And joining us today to tell us about it is Stephanie Bliss. She is the executive director of the Fieldhouse Museum. So Stephanie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So you have a lot of quilts on site. What makes this new one special? Well, this one is special because it's only temporary. Uh, the Missouri Bicentennial Quilt celebrates our history here in Missouri, and um, it also celebrates each county and what it has to offer. So that's a big task right there. <laughs> How does it even begin to celebrate each county? So the State Historical Society of Missouri um, went around and they created a, a coalition and they talked to the different counties and they and different organizations throughout the state, and they said, Tell us what makes your place so great. And they started in 2018 and asked for submissions of each county. And they had over 200 submissions. Wow. So then more than one for you. We have 114 counties. Correct. Yes. And when they were looking for a submission, were they asking for conceptual ideas? Like we should show the arch or more like, no, here's the sketch of what the quilt block should look like. No, it was pretty much open um, to whatever you felt was most significant. So there are um, landmarks. There are naturescapes. There are... um, maps depicting things. So one of the really cool ones here locally in St. Louis City is, um, it says the city of St. Louis, but it's in Braille. And tell me, why would it be in Braille? Because um, we have the um, the School for the Blind here in St. Louis that was uh, started in 1851, and they had the first Braille printing machine. So it's kind of specific, not only to um, St. Louis, but the region as well. And it is really important in our history. It's so cool. And that's something that when we think about the symbols for St. Louis or our historical achievements, that's not always one that gets celebrated. Right. Yeah. No, it's really kind of a hidden gem, just like the Fieldhouse Museum is. We have so many of them here in St. Louis. I mean, I, we have a group called Historic St. Louis. There's over 20 historic sites houses and museums included on it. So um, St. Louis has so many different fun little things, bigger than, you know, the things that we typically think of. I imagine that makes it hard, though, if you're trying to choose the one thing to be on this quilt square. Um, You know, where a county begins to focus its effort, I imagine that that could even become controversial. By honoring one organization, you're not honoring the other. Right. But I think that as long as we are honoring all of our diverse aspects of the state, you know, everything all the way down to Texas County where they have the big piney river. They they celebrate that in their block up into, you know, um, Dent County, which has a map, you know, of the county on it. So I think that they all bring different aspects and it's very well-rounded in, in how it is depicted. And it, actually some of the blocks were submitted by people who no longer live in the state. 
people had sort of fond memories of a particular county? Yeah. So one um, lady, she grew up in the area. Her parents still lived here, but she had moved away. And she felt so connected still to the area that she wanted to submit a, a block to celebrate the history of the state. And do you know, did her block end up getting chosen? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. That's so cool. Well, so here's an example of this. Um, our producer spoke with somebody who had proposed the St. Charles quilt block. Her name is Janet Foss, and she told us about what it depicts. The block represents the two great rivers of uh, North America, really. It's not just our county in Missouri, but but of our continent, really. Um, the rivers have been here long before man, probably. Um, the native peoples of our state and region used the rivers. Um, the rivers have been a water source, a food source, a transportation source. Um, it drew immigrants to our country and to our area. You know, a lot of German immigrants came to Missouri because of the Missouri River, the Mississippi River. Uh, those rivers reminded them of the Rhine River and other rivers back in their homeland. The rivers were transportation for settlers to the West. They were the point from which Lewis and Clark embarked on their magnificent journey. And that is Janet Foss, uh, who worked on the St. Charles quilt block, which shows the rivers. Uh, Janet told our producer, Lara Hamden, that she came across a flyer asking quilters to submit ideas for tiles. She brought it to her local quilt club, which has 35 members. She got everybody involved with trying to pitch that. So that's how St. Charles's tile came about. You told us about St. Louis Cities, um, which shows Braille. Um, and, and how does it show Braille? And is it raised? It's in actually, it does that? Yes, it's actually um, stitched in um, to the quilt, the, the Braille wording, City of St. Louis. So somebody who could read Braille, they could run their hands against that across that tile. Yes. Um, and the person who submitted it, her um, relative actually went to the school. That's so cool. Yeah. So then that's St. Louis City. Uh, what about St. Louis County? What ended up being chosen for them? St. Louis County has Grant's Farm represented, which is obviously a great historic site, not necessarily just for the city and the county or the state, but actually nationally. It's it's one of the other National Park Service places in, the, in St. Louis. The former home of Ulysses S. Grant? Yes. Um, one of the ones that, that struck me as I was reading these descriptions, Crawford County, they depict the Osage Trail. This is some pretty heavy history. Um, the square ends up depicting the Osage Trail monument in Cuba, which shows an Osage family moving west on this trail that connected St. Louis to southwest Missouri. Seems like this quilt is actually a way to bring some history to light that might otherwise get Forgotten. Yeah, you know, we look at um, quilts as just bed pieces, but actually they're more than that. They bring emotion because they are artwork. You know, they, they depict a story. They tell you, like you said, history and a way of life. And I think that's really great about quilts that we sometimes overlook. One of these that was interesting, too, this is Dent County. Um, you can see in this quilt tile, you can see um, a U.S. food service truck, apparently. And this is the largest employer in Salem. It has a long history, began back in World War II. Just some really interesting little tidbits throughout this. Are there any that stand out to you as this is one that really caught your eye? Well, I think that, you know, um, there are some that are very simplistic that they really took it to I'm making a quilting block to some that really went all out and really represented 
the area and why it's important. One of the fun ones I didn't know um, in Pulaski County, it, there's Frog Rock. I did not know about it. And, and what it is, is Frog Rock? <laughs> I guess it's a, um, a site on Route 66 and people stop there all the time to t- get their picture taken with Frog Rock. And I, I did, it's, it's so not only is it like a cool artwork, but it's some it's it's a way of learning. You yeah, know, what makes us so important? Yeah, this is something that may get you um, out of your chair and out exploring. You might want to go to Frog Rock yourself. I do definitely now. <laughs> You've added that to your list. Well, if people want to see these quilt blocks that represent um, various counties in the St. Louis Public Radio's listening area, that includes all the way to Rolla, um, they can see we have a post on Instagram that shows some of these quilt tiles. Our Instagram account is at STL on air. You can check this out for yourself or again if you're willing to get off your seat you can actually see this here now at the field house yes it is um we are downtown um block south of bush stadium on broadway it is here until september 17th on display along with our quilt exhibit stitching stories from the past tell us a little bit about that bigger exhibit so the exhibit not only highlights quilts from our collection but it also depicts more modern quilts everything from t-shirt quilts and um you know, quilts that have an impact on our society, whether it be um, war memorial ones or, um, you know, civil rights. So there's hmm. there's a little bit of everything. That's interesting. What would be a, a quilt that you'd point to in this collection that has had an impact? Well, um, you know, there, there was a gentleman in and we were talking and he had been part of the Vietnam War and it, it, there is a Vietnam War memorial quilt and it brought stories of when he was there and it was just another learning experience for me and getting to see how that time impacted him and you know and somebody else learning his story of what happened to him because of this quilt every quilt really tells a story it really does tells the story of the people who put it together and also maybe the history that they've decided to put down in stitching yes what's the oldest quilt you have in that exhibit our oldest quilt is from the 1800s um and um, I believe it's a log cabin quilt. So the pattern is called log cabin pattern. So hmm, it's really cool. cool. So we actually, we heard, an e- we got another email from Janet Foss who worked on the St. Charles uh, block. And she added this, quote, I thought of one other thing this afternoon. That is that the art of quilting is alive and well. It is not just something that a group of senior citizens are doing in the church basement once a month. Today's quilters span all age groups. Many young women and also a few men are taking up quilting every day. Mothers and grandmothers are teaching their daughters and granddaughters the art of quilting. Quilt shops seem to be thriving. Do you get many uh, visitors to the Fieldhouse Museum who are there because they're interested in quilting? Oh, yes. Um, we, We had a quilt exhibit previously and there were lots of people who came because of it because of that connection to quilting whether it was you know grandma teaching them to quilt as a young child or um, having that special quilt in their collection at home that stays on stays with them every night you know and how do you see these quilts as part of the bigger story you're telling at the Fieldhouse Museum well like I said it's it's impactful and I think that is also part of our history you know Eugene Field made an impact in writing he was a newspaper columnist he was the first syndicated newspaper columnist and we could also kind of say that he was almost like a blogger of his time only in newspaper form and then his father Roswell took on the Dred Scott case and propelled it to the Supreme Court so their stories are impactful just like 
like quilts are. You know, they have stories they that are important to our history. So if people are interested in seeing that quilt, uh, you mentioned that's only on site for a limited time, unlike the other quilts you have on display. People need to go see that by what, by what date? September 17th is when is the last day that the quilt will be at the museum. Okay, so you want to get there in the next couple weeks. That is the Fieldhouse Museum. That's in downtown St. Louis. Yep. Uh, Stephanie Bliss, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.